We won big in 2023, but there is so much more to do in 2024, and you can be an important part of it. We're at the very end of the calendar year, and with that, we have a $600,000 matching grant that's in effect right now. It's an opportunity for you, for every dollar you give, it will be matched dollar for dollar up till $600,000. If you'd like to give that, thank you. Uh, But it'll be matched dollar for dollar with your gift. Just look for the big red give button up at the top of the website. Kelly Shackelford is president, CEO, and chief counsel at First Liberty Institute. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Stuart. It's good to see you again. Before we look ahead to 2024, I just want to give you a moment to reflect on 2023. What a year we just wrapped up. Yeah, I mean, you know, when the year before you win two cases at the Supreme Court, you know that's like a one in a lifetime. That'll probably never happen again. And it just happened again. (laughs) So uh, to win four cases at the Supreme Court in 13 months and then all the other victories. I mean, you look at the Navy SEALs case and so many others. I mean, just an incredible uh, run. And people might think, oh, you know, well, then, okay, you're done. No, we're we're about to talk about we're not done. Uh, The way I would describe it to people is there's been blockades in front of us from advancing for 50 years. We just blew up the blockades, but that doesn't mean we sit still. Now we can advance and we can actually grab protections. We have opportunities to put protections in place for our kids and our grandkids. And Go so on the offense. It's like, it's like all we did is remove the barriers, but now we've got to take the offensive. And there are tremendous opportunities, but there are also a lot of people under attack, which is some of these cases we're talking about. Yeah, and that's we're going to take a look ahead then at 2024. These are cases, there are a lot that we're talking about here internally, but these are ones we already know that we'll be working on in the coming year. We'll go through these quickly, but I want everyone to understand a, a few things about this. I want to give them a sense of, one, geographically how broadly spread these are, but also how many different ways in our lives that religious freedom comes into play yes. when it comes to legal challenges. And ultimately, I want all of us to get a sense of the urgency for these cases for us to press ahead with them. So let's start with Jace Yarbrough. I've got uh, photos of quite a few of these behind us. Jace is on the end there. He's a guardian in the Space Force. Tell us about him. Well, Jace is a a reserve and serving our country. And uh, what happened is a friend of his who is retiring uh, from the Air Force, a private retirement ceremony, I want to make this clear, a private retirement ceremony Asked Jace if he would come say a few words. Jace said, sure, I'd be honored to. And so Jace gave a wonderful speech in which he mentioned Alexander Solzhenitsyn, the famous Christian dissident in the Soviet Union, who was actually put in the gulag for speaking against his government. And Jace said, you know, we've got to be careful. We've got to keep our government under control, the cancel culture and everything going on. Well, the irony of ironies, the Air Force is punishing him for criticizing the government. The Air Force watches over Space Force as far as administration. Yeah, and, and so what you've got here is a guy, an American citizen, speaking at a private retirement ceremony, saying that Alexander Solzhenitsyn was a good guy and that the Soviet Union should not have ever put him in the gulag for because he criticized against the government. Yeah. And then it's like the Air Force got the wrong side of who was good and who was bad. They're... They're punishing him for saying what Americans all agree with, and this is not allowed. It violates the First Amendment. Uh, you can't go after people in their private lives uh, who serve in the military and say, 
you can't express any disagreements with the government. That's yeah. a huge violation of the Constitution. I read through his whole speech, and it was strong. It was to the point, but I loved every part of it. Didn't take issue with any of it. I don't think most of the people watching would either. No. I mean, it, it was just a good, solid speech about truth and being an American. And this, this really goes back to the whole Navy SEALs case and all those cases we've had in the military where we got an injunction protecting everybody in the Navy. They were trying to throw all these people out of the military. One of the things that was real clear that Jerry Boykin, General Jerry Boykin says, and it's true, if you get rid of people of faith from the military, you don't have a military. Yeah. Most people who join the military do so out of their faith, and they really have to be able to rely upon their faith in those times when there's there would be great fear. Uh, I mean, their lives are at danger. And so destroying religious freedom in the military is no small thing. So you look at at Jace and you think, oh, you know what, he's just peeking at a private retirement sermon. His career is over. The way it works in the military, they put a letter in your file, you're not going anywhere. Huh. And the idea to do that, we have got to make sure that that doesn't happen or we're going to suffer as a country with regard to our military. Another case that we're pressing right next to Jace there is Dr. Johnson Varkey. He's teaching an anatomy and physiology class where he talks about basic biology. It's, it's hard to believe this case. I mean, literally, we have a biology professor who's been fired for teaching biology. He's teaching in his class, which is in the textbooks, that sex is determined by X and Y chromosomes. True. And there are some, you know, uh, gender-confused people in the class who don't like that. Yeah. And they went and complained that he was teaching biology. And now, instead of the administration going, are you nuts? He's teaching biology. They fired. I mean, and again, if you, if you knew Dr. Varkey, he is very mild-mannered. He is not a uh, you troublemaker, know, a big troublemaker, no. or advocate, or politician. He's a biologist. He's what you would think when you think of a, a biologist and a, and a doctor. And the idea that if people can get fired for teaching biology, um, because really what they said is, well, he's a Christian in his private life, you know, and therefore, if he's teaching biology. You know, that's really Christianity, and we've got to fire him for pushing his faith in the classroom. I mean, just, you would fire every every person of faith, you know, because any of them who teach science now uh, yeah. are evidently have some secret agenda that nobody knows about. Okay, we're going to leap to the West Coast, fire Chief Ron Hiddle. Uh, another amazing case. I mean, you just can't believe the facts. Uh, Ron is a guy who served for many, many years as the fire chief and did a tremendous job. But what happened is um, he was he was told, and this is, by the way, a city that was having bankruptcy issues. I mean, they were having financial problems. But they came to him and said, you need to do some more leadership training uh, and development of your staff. Okay. He said, sure, I'm happy to do that. He looked around uh, for leadership programs uh, that, that would be helpful. Well, one of the most well-known leadership programs in the country is every year there is a program at Willow Creek uh, Church, uh, and it's it's secular speakers and religious speakers. It's yeah. but it's really just about leadership. I've been to it, and it's just like you described. And I mean, you you know, you could have the head of uh, you know GM, you could have the head of Apple, you could have any of these people, and you're going many of whom you would never criticize for being a person of faith. Um, but it's about leadership. Well, somebody said to him, they said, hey, uh, Ron, I've got some free tickets. I know you need to do the leadership, so why don't you take your people for free to this leadership conference? 
He did. He was fired because he chose a leadership conference that involved a church as the host. Well, this is clear religious discrimination and really ending a guy's career because he picked a really good leader. And by the way, he saved them money at a time when they were in great... I mean, so everything he did was right, but evidently you have to be anti-religious to work in the city of Stockton, which is not what the Constitution says. Next in line, we've got Lacey Smith, and she, along with Marley Brown, have sued Alaska Airlines. They both worked as flight attendants. They did. And uh, this is another case where you... People, again, they look at the facts and they go, those, those can't really be the facts, are they? And look in the documents, sworn documents in court, you'll see these are the facts. Uh, Lacey and Marley uh, were at Alaska Airlines. And the sad thing about Alaska Airlines is years ago, they used to have a scripture verse on their napkins. Yeah. But they're now a public company. They've been taken over by different people. And they're obviously very hostile to people of faith because what happened is they said, hey, there's this great piece of legislation in Congress. And what this legislation, by the way, would do is it would, in every federal statute, whenever there's an LGBT issue, religious freedom is erased. Yeah. Um, Well, that's not going to pass. It's so extreme. But Alaska Airlines thought it was great. And they sent something out to all their employees saying, hey, we really think this is great. We hope you'll get behind this legislation. And if you have any feedback, uh, you know, we'd love to know. And this is an internal discussion board. Yes. It's not a public website. No. And they sent it. And so Marcy and Lacey both looked at this and said, well, they responded. They thought they wanted some feedback. So we, they said, look, this, this could take away religious freedom for my church. And they, they said, well, I've got questions about this. Well, so what's the response of the last airlines? They fired them, both of them. So you can, you can. Re- we want you to respond, but if you respond with Christian views, we're going to fire you. And it was so bad, the hatred is so bad, that we actually now have emails of them essentially threatening their lives. Wow. Of saying that they should have a bag over their head like overseas when they were beheading people. Have mercy. Yeah, okay. so this is a real hostile place and what they're doing this is common though as we're going to find out we talk about more cases these attacks on people of faith in the workplace um i think there were so many years of the law being really light and after we won the case last summer that's going to change things yeah but these are the cases where we're going to get a chance to really go in and and make clear that religious freedom in the workplace is something that we value greatly in this country and will be protected in the cases I've also got in the photo here Dr. Don uh, Wesson and his wife Wanda, wonderful people. He's a, a, a kidney doctor, a nephrologist, brilliant guy. And they're both trying to preserve a historic African-American church property uh, here in the Dallas area. And I, I made the graphic before we had it scheduled this conversation. Who knew we were going to win so quick? <laughs> and the city decided, <laughs> you know what? You guys are right. So they are going to get to work on their property and have a congregation meeting I there. I want people to understand, this was a church that was really formed by slaves. And they were going to not allow the church. And so, I mean, again, unbelievable. And this has been going on a while. Now, we, we point out we've got the pictures and... We've got a victory now, yeah. very quick. But this was not a short victory. This took a lot of time they, and a lot of things they had to go through in the process. But the good news is we do have a victory now, and this church is going to be preserved. Cambridge Christian School down in Tampa. A couple of football teams, uh, Christian schools that wanted to have a prayer at their state championship. 
Well, this is going to be really helped by the Joe Kennedy case. Because what this is, this is uh, two Christian schools in the state championship football game. And they just wanted to have a prayer before their games like they always do. And the Florida High School Athletic Association said, we're not going to allow you to have a prayer before your Christian championship game because you're using, you know, citrus bowl, uh, you know, microphones. It's like, oh, yeah, the same microphones that Billy Graham used 40 years ago when he held, uh, uh, you know, a revival service there. Uh, it's ridiculous, but this is what they thought they could get away with. Uh, one of the things I love about this case is that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis actually filed his, his Department of Education filed a brief on our side, disagreeing <laughs> with the Florida High School Athletic Association, saying this is wrong. That's encouraging. Um, but this was before, this all happened before the Coach Kennedy decision. That decision is going to, I mean, we were going to win, I think, anyway. Yeah. Um, but now the law is even more so on our side because of the Establishment Clause jurisprudence that was uh, really set in place there. So I I feel good about the case, but we're at the Federal Court of Appeals, just like we are with Ron Hiddle, uh, just like we are with Cambridge Christian, just like we are with a number. We got, I think, four or five cases at the Federal Court of Appeals right now. Which that's, is a very big deal. That's right underneath the Supreme Court. So we're looking at a lot of possibilities that could end up at the Supreme Court very soon after people are going to watch this. We're going to go from Florida to Michigan now. Valerie Klosterman, a physician's assistant who was fired. And this is what I was talking about, about the hostility that's that's happening in a lot of places with diversity, equity, inclusion offices. And that's what happened here. Valerie's been an incredible physician's assistant, perfect record. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Michigan Health comes in and takes over, you know, buys out this clinic. And the first thing she knows she's being called into the DEI office uh, about her beliefs on transgenderism and and the fact that she would not be involved in a sex change operation. They called her evil. They cursed her. This is a sweet woman. You uh, never had any complaints filed never. against her by any client ever. Never. She yeah. treated everybody with love and respect. And now she's fired because of her Christian beliefs. Again, this case should be really helped by uh, Gerald Groff's victory, but we're slogging it out. I mean, this is yeah. the state of Michigan. There's a lot of resources on that side, and we're having to fight day and day. But Valerie, people like Valerie, this is really important, the precedent it set. You mentioned earlier the way this impacts a lot of people. I mean, whoever works is going to be impacted by this case, right? Your kids, your grandkids. I mean, this is really important. This is what I was talking about when I said that things like Gerald Groff's case knocked the barriers out, but now we have to go forward and lay out what the protections are for the future, and that's exactly what Valerie's case is about. Heather Rooks just wanted to share a scripture verse. She's on a school board, wanted to share a scripture verse during her time to speak. Uh, uh, again, people, people go, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, here she's looking and she, she sees that what's going on with her kids at the school and she says you know i need to get involved so she runs for school board she wins she's on the school board this school board has a time at every meeting where everybody it's called the it's a free speech time <laughs> where they get to each say two to three minutes about what they want to talk about as board members yeah well in her free speech time she opened by having a scripture verse. Very brief, by the very way. Very brief, very quick. And and she she didn't pick verses that dig into things. She no, just picked encouragement. It was verses. real basis, but yeah. real basic. And they have ordered her, banned her, 
from mentioning scripture in her time of free speech. She's an elected official. It's her free speech time, okay? Yeah. I mean, the idea that somebody who's an elected official can't mention God, well, I'm sure this would be news to George Washington. And I mean, we could go through massive history of the country. Well, she's quoting a book that's going to be in the libraries at the schools that she's on the board to represent. And so this is, this is important on a number of areas. One is sort of the public officials part, uh, but also it's just the discrimination against religion and the schools. There's a big battle going on now in the schools. We've got parental rights cases and a lot of these things that are going on involving religious freedom. Here's another example of attacks on people of faith in the schools. And I think people are reacting. And that's why Heather's a great example. She ran for office. She's doing something. We're now in federal court. She's going to win a federal lawsuit. That's what I think. And it's going to set precedent that protect every other mom who wants to run for office and become a school board member. And we just filed a case this month dealing with ads on metro buses in the nation's capital. What's that one all about? Well, it's it's this won't surprise people because it is Washington, D.C. <laughs> but they have yeah. buses and you've seen the ads on the side of buses. But evidently, they don't want an ad um, that mentions anything about faith because they're they're they think they can ban and censor that so we Dave our friend David Barton and wall builders is placing simply placing uh, ads on a school bus as was the request I mean city bus, bus. city <laughs> bus I'm sorry yeah and on this city bus it just it, it has George Washington and said you know ask is he a Christian Christian and, question mark yeah and and it just has a, a website wall builders where you can go and it, it's a way to say Let's find out what the history is. Mm -hmm. Well, they want to they want to erase the word Christian. <laughs> so the get understand this. The government is saying that they will they have the right to ban any speech you make on the side of their buses. Although they allowed everything else that's advertising, you can't advertise if you're going to mention anything of faith. Um, that's clearly viewpoint religious viewpoint discrimination. Uh, it'll be an important case. Um, we have seen this before. We, we, the lawsuit on this didn't get decided, but uh, there was a lawsuit on, uh, on Christmas, and it was the same thing. The buses would not uh, allow an ad. They allowed Christmas ads, but not one that tried to talk about Jesus. Well, but... <laughs> <laughs> so there's okay. a there's a problem with their whole philosophy here, but this yeah. is important for free speech, for free exercise of religion, yeah. uh, and uh, it's right there in the nation's capital, so it'll be a good one. So we have been all over the country. We've dealt with property rights. We've dealt with employment rights. We've dealt with uh, your rights at school. We've dealt with uh, your rights in the military, all these different areas. We're able to do this work because so many people have come together to partner with us because they care about this as much as we do. I know your heart, Kelly. I want to give you a chance just to express your gratitude in this Christmas season at the end of the year to the people that make this possible. Yeah, I, I you know, people, all the time I talk to people and I say to them, they say to me, hey, thank you. We, we, we can't tell you how much we appreciate what you're doing for the country, what you're doing. And I always look at these supporters and I say, you're doing it too. Mm -hmm. Your fingerprints are all over these victories at the Supreme Court, all these cases. Every time we stand in court with, with, with Jace or with Ron Kittle or with Valerie or with Marley or any of these people, I just wish people would understand they're standing with them. 
It's not just us. They're they are with us. I mean, the average person that cares about this, if they didn't have a first liberty to work through, they couldn't do anything about it. But they are doing something about it. Yeah, they are teaming up with us, and so I just want to say thank you. Um, huge the difference when I mean, we have we have already changed the future of the country just in the last couple of years. But this is just the beginning. This is just the opportunity has opened up for us to really make huge advances right now. And these cases are great examples of helping people understand that now we have the ability to go out and get protections. We're not just getting rid of bad old cases. We're going out and getting protections of people of faith across the country. Outstanding. Anything else you want to share before I let you go? I just thank you. And uh, we had some generous, really generous people that came forward with this 600,000 matching grant, and they are going to match any gift. And you know what comes in by the end of the year whatever you give is going to be doubled and this is really important because the biggest amount of gifts that come in is in december always and it will set what our budget will be for next year and and how how we can represent people how many how many people we got to turn down it'll all be determined really over this month so i i would encourage people participate in that it's a great way to double your giving and uh have an impact on the future very good kelly thank you for devoting your life's work to this i so appreciate you and the work that you do thank Thank you for that and, and thank you. If you'd like to be part of that $600,000 challenge or matching grant and also be part of the victories that we expect to win in 2024, just look for the big red give button up at the top of the page. Thank you in advance from all of us. We appreciate you. You are an important engine that drives this whole thing. First Liberty is fighting for what matters most.